this is actually insane. I don't believe it. I don't believe it has happened. I just finished recording and Cristiano Ronaldo is actually coming home. Manchester United have agreed on getting Cristiano Ronaldo back wearing the right color, red. I'm gonna go ahead at this show now, but I'm gonna have to change my pants first. Enjoy the show, everyone. Welcome back to the FPL Casuals podcast. Uh, Malaysia's number one English-speaking FPL podcast. You can't disprove that unless someone can show me another FPL podcast, English-speaking FPL podcast from Malaysia. I'm going to claim that. Uh, it's just me this week. Danny, unfortunately, has some work commitments that he has to, you know, to attend to. Hopefully, he'll be back next week or, you know, whenever he can. He's a busy man. He's a working man. Unlike me, I'm just hardly working. As usual, we'll be looking at uh, last week, how we did, and that sort of thing. I got a whopping 53 points uh, last week. It's actually worse than the first week. But uh, with Mohamed Salah and Bruno Fernandes both blanking, uh, you know, it, things things haven't gone so bad for me. Everyone who captain Salah forgot the golden rule of FPL, which is never back the early kickoff. Hence why the blank. But Manchester United against Southampton, they look, you know, a bit toothless um, playing Matic and Fred uh, in the midfield shows how much they need that DM. And hopefully, as a Manchester United fan, I hope we get that before the transfer window ends. Uh, yeah, Liverpool, you know, Liverpool did their business uh, 2-0 against Burnley. Against Burnley, uh, Leeds and Everton put on an entertaining show uh, with a 2-2 draw. Conversely, inversely, Crystal Palace and Brentford, <laughs> probably the most, the dullest game of the game week, uh, nil nil. I actually watched both uh, of those games simultaneously. So it was, it was, it was a juxtaposition, yeah, to use a, a big word. Uh, Man City uh, beat Norwich City, Norwich City 5-0, I will get to that in a minute, but yeah, the rest, uh, Chelsea beat Arsenal 2-0, the goal-scoring debut of Mr. Romelu Lukaku, and uh, on Monday night, West Ham continued their good form from last season, beating Leicester City 4-1, that's a big one for Lee, uh, for West Ham. You know, to beat Leicester like that, they are probably one of their rivals when it comes to the end of the season, you know, uh, fighting for that maybe Champions League spot, Europa spots, who knows. But that that could be very uh, a big six-pointer for both teams there. Tottenham won 1-0 against Wolves. Uh, I think the only one because Adama Traore, I think we covered this last, last week with Danny, Adama Traore does not have that that finishing ability. It's very frustrating to see uh, Ruben Neves put through a peach of a through ball and then Adama Traore cannot finish it and uh, Loris made a good save to be fair to him. 
as we said before, uh, I, I got 53 points. Let's let's have a little analysis on what went wrong for my team here. I think it, I think it went really well. It's just I got I got stiffed. I got stiffed. Sancho didn't start a game again. I don't know when he will start a, a game. Probably the, uh, against Wolves this weekend. Who knows? But yeah, it, it, that's a one pointer again for me. Ian Nacho. Uh, I was hoping he would do something this week because he didn't do anything the first week. I was wrong again. He, he I think he came on uh, for nine minutes. For nine minutes, that's not enough. Uh, Ivan Tony again pro proving to be one of the biggest hype of the season without any return. Again, another two-pointer from him. Uh, Kieran Tierney. You know, disappointing, uh, disappointing display against Chelsea. He, he gives me one point, but other than that, other than that, I think it was a pretty decent week for me. But you know, Simicus, uh, I think assisted. Yeah, Simicus assisted, got the clean sheet and the bonus as well. Uh, Christopher, ah, I'm still gonna butcher this last name. Ayer, Ajer, I'm not sure. I'm just gonna call him Christopher. Uh, Christopher and Brentford, you know, scored a clean shit in the dullest nil-nil draw against Crystal Palace. Uh, Vladimir Souffal, uh, I think assisted, yeah, assisted a goal uh, against Leicester. Uh, Emilio Martinez, finally, he, he's back. Uh, you know, he, he got a clean shit, but he got a yellow card as well, so he only gives us five points. And uh, I think this is a, this is one of the biggest ones for me. Uh, a big transfer that I uh, I took last week that I did last week, Harry Kane for Dominic Calvert Lewin, and it paid off beautifully with Dominic Calvert Lewin uh, scoring the goal. I think it was the the first goal against uh, Leeds, and uh, it gives me a good solid seven points. Jack Grealish is back uh, on the score sheet, scoring scoring a goal and uh, getting a clean sheet as well. Uh, yeah, I, I guess for my team, you know, I'm just trusting the system. I just, no, I wouldn't say the system, but I, I'm trusting that this team can do something with a, with a couple of few changes. There's definitely some, some players there that I need to get off. Uh, not, not like that, but I need to get off my team and replace them with someone that can give me a really, really good impact really, really quickly because I am falling behind. If you look at my mini leagues, mini leagues here, uh, I am 30 points behind Danny at the moment, but you know soon I'll, I'll catch up to him. Um, again, he captained Salah, so yeah, yeah, that's another blank. Uh, Pereira, whoa, whoa, whoa! Pereira has a had a fall from grace. You know he conceded four goals and got a yellow card, so he came back with a minus one. Amate scoring zero, but um, Danny did have Ruben Diaz and Simicas. Uh, both scoring scoring 11 points each. That means that's 22 points from the defense only. Uh, in midfield, he had uh, Joe Willick. Uh, didn't do much on the first game. Uh, Son Heung-min, again, you know, 1-0 against Wolves. He got the clean sheet point, but that's about it. Jack Grealish. Uh, Danny Ings. Danny Ings actually scored uh, another goal. He got a bonus as well. That's 8 points. Uh, Patrick Bamford, I think, assisted the goal to 
was it no that wasn't the Rafinha goal but the first goal for the I think yeah I'm pretty sure it was the first goal for Leeds he assisted that's four points for Bamford uh, unfortunately uh, last week I think we were discussing whether or not Thiago Silva starts against Arsenal he did not yeah, so I think as a result, either Daniel Amati or yeah, I think Daniel Amati came in for Thiago Silva and still got zero points. Uh, but the second sub he had was Declan Rice, who uh, got six points. I think did he assist one of the goals? Oh yeah, he did. He did assist one of the goals. So Declan Rice got six points, but he's on the bench for Danny. Now we move on to the next segment of the show. This is going to be a bit of a a speed run of an episode because I am again by myself and I do not like to hear myself talk for too long. So we're just gonna, uh, you know, do do a little little sprint of an episode this week because uh, you know the deadline is uh, is reaching and and I I still haven't decided what to do with my team. But we'll discuss that in a bit. But now we move on to the next segment that I'm gonna call the Eagle Eye or the Hawk Eye segment. I'm still not sure what to call it, but here's a sound effect. So this is basically uh, the players that, you know, that, that caught our eye in the, in the last week or so. So uh, there's a lot of names here. There's a lot of names on my list, but I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to narrow it down. Well, we'll start with defense. Uh, I think everyone's been talking about Reese James, you know, scored a goal. I think, assi- yeah, assisted the Lukaku goal as well. So he's in good form. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. You know, assisted the goal. Uh, Mings, people have been talking about Mings as well. You know, clean sheet and clean sheet and two goals, uh, two assists. Sorry, for Aston Villa last week. But I think the one on the defender on my list uh, right now, I think, is um, Lucadin. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Actually, it's French. It could be Lucas Dinier. Or Lucadine, or however you want to pronounce it, but you know the Everton left back, the Everton number twelve. Um, like I said, I watched the Everton Leeds game. He was on every set piece. You know, he he was uh, taking the corners, so he he could prove to be a very good, you know, prospect or potential, you know, to to give you points. Uh, another defender that I have on my list is uh, Tanganga. Aganga. Now this is either this could be another differential. Uh, he did very well against um, Wolves. You know, uh, again another solid display from him in defense. But I think he might have a potential uh, going forward as well. Uh, people have been talking about Region, uh, like yeah, and of course you know Re- Region, you know, is, uh, bombing down the left hand side all the time. You can see him always, always, always attacking, but. Uh, I think we, if Tanganga gets a chance to to overlap or, or go forward as well, he might get a potential assist or two, and he might be like that differential because everyone's gonna go for uh, Sergio Region. But you know, he could, he could be a differential there. Uh, another one is is Ruben Diaz. Of course, I think everyone has Ruben Diaz or uh, is always on their radar, clean sheet and an assist as well. So it's, it's a pretty good week for him. Uh, but yeah, I think if I was going to go for a defend, defense uh, transfer, transfer of a defender, I think it would have to go to uh, Tanganga. I think it's pretty cheap. 
Taganga is at 4.5 for Spurs at the moment, so I think if someone were to get him in, get him in uh, 4.5 is definitely a good value for him right now. 2.5% ownership, so you know there's definitely that differential. Uh, if I choose to you know replace Kieran Tierney, who has not been having a great season so far, to be honest. Uh, Simikas is also another issue because uh, Andy Robertson has been training again and he's in contention against Chelsea, so uh, that's something. You know, he might be taking over Simikas or Klopp might give Simikas more chances. We don't know what to do, but I think for now Simikas is still going to be uh, on my team, probably on the bench for this next game, but you never know. In midfield... Uh, I think the FPL, the official FPL scout has, has stolen, has probably heard me talking about Embuemo. I'm, not, I'm still not sure how to pronounce that. Embuemo. Embuemo. Embuemo from Brentford. Um, yeah, that's another Brentford prospect or uh, Brentford asset to look at. Uh, he hit the bar against uh, Crystal Palace last week. And he's showing very, very good signs of potentially scoring or assisting, but he still hasn't, you know, uh, given been given that opportunity to to do so. Um, a nil-nil draw against Crystal Palace, so there was never really a chance for him to get points. But I think I'll, I'll still keep a lookout for him. He could be one of those uh, sleeper hit players. Another midfielder that 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 I was watching was Damari Gray. Very impressive game against uh, Leeds United. You know, uh, I, I think one of the better players for Everton, uh, for Everton that game. Uh, he scored, but I still think, you know, you're not going to play Leeds every week. You're not going to get that kind of chance to go around the defense and everything. So I think Damari Gray might need a bit more time. Uh, a bit more matches to see how 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 much he can do. But he's definitely up there. Uh, so is Rafinha. He always scores against Everton last season, and he did so again this week. And to, for that, he's he's on my watch list. Uh, he's had you know a good season last season, scoring a couple of goals, assists here and there. But uh, you know we'll see where he goes. Um, a, if you're looking for a big transfer this week, uh, Mason Ma Greenwood. I meant to say Mason Greenwood, and we continue. Two and two now, but with the arrival of Jaden Sancho, you never know who's gonna play on that side. And pro probably if uh, Greenwood is playing up front, then you know there's probably a really good bargain for him. I think he's at seven point five or something like that. I believe it's definitely worth looking at uh, Mason Greenwood if you if you want. Uh, good returns for him because I think a player like Greenwood no matter how many minutes you give him he's always gonna be a threat a 7.6 at the moment so he's definitely uh, a potential good asset if you, if you want him on your team another one uh, this is gonna be a premium pick but a surprise premium pick because at 3.4 percent Sadio Mane is not everyone's first choice at the moment. It's uh you know compared to Salah at fifty three percent ownership, Sadio Mane is f flying under the radar at the moment. I think because it's is very expensive and you're never really sure 
how much you can get from him. But he was uh, he was quite good against Burnley the other day. Trent, of course, assisted his goal, and he was uh, getting into the right places. But again, for eleven point nine million, you you want to see more. You want to see him pick up form first before you make that kind of purchase. But you know, if you're willing to take a gamble, three point four percent, it's very very low for someone of that quality. Another player on my list, this is kind of a wild card, but Dele Ali scored the winner against Wolves, the penalty. Um, I guess since Harry Kane is staying now, uh, Harry Kane will be taking over the penalty duties, but he scored against Wolves and has been playing both uh, games so far for Spurs, so he, there could be a renaissance for Dele Alli, or a Delosons, uh, as I like to call it. So yeah, Dele Alli could be someone that uh, could be having a great season if he continues to play as well as we know he can play. You know, as we know from the um, All or Nothing Tottenham Hotspur documentary, he's not the most hardworking player in training and everything, so... He's gonna need that mentality if he's gonna keep up and be in our FPL teams. But right now, 6.5 mil, 3.1% ownership. I know I'm talking about that a lot this week, but that's only because Denny is not here. Uh, I have not much banter to bounce off, so that's I'm only going by the value. I'm going for the money this time. So yeah, Dudley Alley could be another potential pick. Now. In the striker position, this is gonna be a big one because, as as I mentioned, um, Harry Kane is staying at Tottenham Hotspur for the time being. That means he'll be playing games again. He'll be banging the goals in, hopefully. So it was a wise decision on my part to take him off last week for Dominic Calvert-Lewin, but now I'm thinking should I hold on to him? have held on to him you know he's gonna be back in the team he's gonna be playing again uh, you never know he might need a couple of games to pick up form but he's Harry Kane he's a world-class striker he's gonna hit the ground running I'm sure of it uh, another pick would be uh, Romelu Lukaku Romelu Lukaku you know a scoring debut against Arsenal but you're not gonna play Arsenal every week uh, <laughs> You're not gonna be, you know, facing against Paulo Mari. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Arsenal fans. But yeah, yeah, Lukaku had a very, very good start. Uh, I believe Chelsea. If I can get the friggin' fixtures in, Chelsea are playing Liverpool. Yes, Chelsea are playing Liverpool next game so anyone who wants to get Romelu Lukaku might uh, wait until the next game week when they're playing Aston Villa but hey you know it's Romelu Lukaku is a world-class striker if anyone can score against Ch against Liverpool it's probably gonna be him uh, yeah I mean oh another uh, good performance from uh, Gabriel Jesus Gabriel Jesus uh, played against uh, Norwich. He got two assists, but he was robbed of the other two. He should have gotten four assists, but if it wasn't for the 
you know, VAR and, and everything else. And the uh, own goal, I believe, he should have gotten four assists in my book. But he got two assists last game, played very well down the right-hand side. Now that Harry Kane is not coming, uh, he's definitely on my watch list. You know, he's, he's going to be um, Pep's only striker, probably. Only Nashville striker, so he's probably going to get some games if, you know, the whole system doesn't really work with no strikers. So that's definitely on my watch list. He's definitely on my watch list. Uh, Gabriel Jesus. So uh, looking at the fixtures this week, you know, Man City against Arsenal. So if you have Man City assets, this is probably time... This is prime time to get them in uh, against Arsenal. Again, like Arsenal have been stiffed here, you know. Uh, Chelsea, now Man City, possibly like the two top title contenders in two weeks. But, you know, we'll never know. We'll, we'll never know what happens in football. Who knows? Maybe Arteta can pull one on uh, Pep Guardiola. Who knows? Uh, elsewhere, uh, another big game, you know. Uh, Liverpool-Chelsea, of course. Uh, United against Wolves. Uh, who knows, maybe we could get Ruben Neves in the future, so we probably, probably want to win that. Uh, Leicester against Norwich now. Leicester against Norwich, and this brings me to my next point, not my next segment, How? what are we going to do this week? Now, with Leicester playing Norwich... Um, and Ian Nacho not getting the minutes I thought he might be getting. I think it might be time to pull the trigger. Pull out the WKD. And it's Vardy time, probably. Um, yeah, Ian Nacho has not been playing. He's not been starting the games for Leicester. And Jamie Vardy has been uh, scoring. So I think it's high time that we bring in. Vards. He's always been a mainstay in my FPL team from seasons past. Um, he's always rewarded me. So I think it's time for, for me to bring in. That will be most likely be my transfer. Then again, you know, Leon Bailey is out um, until I think mid-September. So I might need to change that if I have to. But I think it's either it's either Leon Bailey or, or Iannaccio, which is a shame because Leon Bailey had a good 20 minutes there. Uh, against Watford, but it is the FPL. It's all about the short term. Well, it, it's a marathon, but you know you need to keep up every week. So if someone's not getting getting me the points, I need to change them. So it's either Bailey or Iannaccio for me this week. Um, to switch for one of the midfielders midfielders that I've mentioned or Iannaccio to Vardy. That would be my. Uh, transfers this week. I'm not sure what Danny would do. His his team is looking quite solid, to be honest. But uh, we'll, we'll see what he can do. He did ask me about changing um, the defense. He might he wants to change Thiago Silva, but now you know which one to change, Danny. And uh, oh yeah, speaking of mini leagues, um, a, a new contender has entered the fray, and the name. Of Nick Hakimi, he joined two weeks late. Even though I mentioned to him many, many times before the season start, um, he will be joining this week. Uh, wow, it's good to have you. Uh, it's good to have your money too at the end of the season. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm still, I'm still behind about 30 points from Danny as mentioned, but this is, this is a marathon. 
like I said, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. We're going to have time to catch up. I'm just going to be, you know, chill throughout this entire season. There's no pressure on me to win. I'm just going to see what my team can do. But yeah, that's it for me this week, I think. Uh, hopefully, Danny can, back, can be back next week, so it can be a bit more lively, a bit more spicy. Until then, Danny, what? Adam, suck my dick. And I'll see you next week.